0: This podcast replay is brought to you by Craig Zinn's Acura Pembroke Pines. Visit the number one volume Acura dealership in the Southeast United States 12 years in a row at 15601 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines. All righty, all righty. All righty. There he is. How are you feeling,
1: Ira? Are you feeling good? Winning streak. I figured you might not yell at me today. So it's oh, a winning please. streak.
0: Those are two shitty wins, two you crappy know what? teams. The, the the fact that they struggle to beat those crappy teams, it's embarrassing, dude, please. I know, a on,
1: win dude. is never embarrassing. A win I, is I, never I, embarrassing. That's,
0: that's fine, but a standard has been set, and you're not even meeting your own standard. Like I've said before uh, lately here, Eric Spolster and that coaching staff save this freaking franchise constantly. That's what they're doing.
1: I, think can't say, I can't think, say enough
0: about Eric Spolstra. I think stat. Bam Adebayo
1: is saving the franchise. I think Jimmy Butler is saving the franchise. I think Gabe Vincent lately is saving the franchise. You've got players doing what they need to do. The rotation is very limited. The injuries have mattered no matter what you think of the players who were injured or not going shorthanded. Spolstra being limited but Jimmy Butler's minutes you know, limitation playing through the overtime. You know what, Big O, at the end of the year, when you look at the records of the Celtics, of the Bucks, of the 76ers, and anyone who might finish ahead of the heat, You don't know how they got there, who was injured against them. It's the totality. The Heat is seven games above five hundred. The Heat, when they won that game on Saturday, no matter how they got there, had the eighth best record in the NBA. Look, you might say to me, Ira, the other 22 teams suck.
0: I'm I'm not not impressed with the Heat having – if I'm the Magic, I'm impressed having the eighth spot in the – I get you the i There's a there's a standard, and this team is not even close to meeting you know its own standards. You need overtime to beat this Magic team. You need like, like I said on Friday. My God, they're favored by 11. The easiest bet is to take the Rockets plus 11. Like you, 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 that's how that's how mediocre you are. That it's so easy to win money against the Heat because once they're giving a lot of points, they can never cover. It's just it's it really it's uh, to me it's a kind of a sad state where it's at. I I hope that when the playoffs start, this is a completely different franchise uh, when they start, because right now it doesn't look like it's something that's going to actually last in the playoffs.
1: Uh, You know what? The bottom line is, again, 7 over 500, eighth best record in the league after they won the other day, nine-game home-winning streak. You take them as you can get them. You hope it comes together more. The biggest problem is this team can't score. When you can't score, you're going to play close games because there's not a lot of points to go around, that's what they have to address. I hope they address that on the buyout market. But as you've seen, players are flying so who's the off point, the
0: board. Who's the, the three-point shooter that you're going to address on the open market? Because that's what you need. Like, I hear people, oh, Russell Westbrook. Oh, great. Let's add another two-point shooter. Not a shooter.
1: And that was yeah. a problem for the Lakers. The three-point shooter are going to address. You might know this name because I know you follow the game relatively closely. Duncan Robinson. At this point, Duncan Robinson recovering from his finger injury. Remember. Shooting from that Washington game when he got injured in the shoot-around on, he was playing with four fingers on his shooting hand. Big O, honestly, if you were to ask me what's the Heat's best option for improved three-point shooting, knowing who's out there in the market, whether it's a Will Barton or another player, knowing what you have, I think they have to take another look at Duncan now. Look, he's well, here no anyway. Choice. I mean, he, they have he's no here, choice. He's under contract. Two reasons for that. One, maybe he hits some threes. Great. They could use him. Two, Maybe hit some threes, and then you can move him in the the offseason because he's actually hitting threes again. So again, I've spoken to you about this. The Heat are not in position where they can showcase players. They have to win games. The number five seed is within reach. It could be there as soon as, as Wednesday in Brooklyn. The number four seed against Cleveland is still possible. They're playing for really important stakes right now. But I agree, they do need to upgrade either internally or externally. I do agree with that. A week ago, we were talking trading deadline, came and went. Now we look at buyout deadline. Again, Terrence Ross has already left. He's gone to the Suns. Uh, you had you had a chance for a couple of other players. They've moved on also. Reggie Jackson, not a big fan of him anyway. He's he's going to Denver. So you a, couple have ago,
0: a couple of years ago, four or five years ago, I would have wanted Reggie Jackson. Yes. Now.
1: yes, between Detroit and when he moved to the Clippers and upgraded his game. I'm going to give you a perspective on where the buyout market stands. The 76ers today reached an agreement with Dwayne Deadman. That tells you where the buy market stands. You're not shooting for the for the fences on somebody oh, like this. No, I know.
0: I know. I know. It's just unfortunately, you've got a team that is poorly constructed. It's not built for today's NBA. It's built more for the 90s more than today's NBA. And it's kind of an uphill battle for them. And now you're holding hope for a guy that. You know, lost his starting spot. I don't know if he's lost his mojo right. or whatever. And, and then it, it also becomes another another uh, detriment when you put him out there because he's going to give up more points or as many as he can possibly score. And so that becomes another issue with Duncan Robinson. You're not getting any better either. You try
1: to hide him in the zone. When they were successful, they did. I agree no, with they, you on they one thing, don't have enough though. defensive players to hide
0: other people. Yes. That's the problem. Yes. And if that's you are If you were strong four out of five, you can
1: hide that guy. And that's but what they did before. Two out of five. And that's what they did before. When they still had P.J. Tucker and they were defensive-oriented a little bit more in the starting lineup, you could put Duncan in there, play his zone, and make it work. With Tyler Hero playing 36 minutes a game right now, you have to hide two guys. Sometimes you have to hide three guys. That's been the problem. The thought is defensively when Victor Oladipo comes back, he's been very good with his hands getting steals, yeah. mucking things up a little. That'll help you defensively late in games. Even the size of Omar Yurtsevin, just to secure the rebounds. We know he's a rebounder, that'll help. It's interesting. For as Wait, much but also,
0: his- you know what you know what's unfair that we're doing a Yurt. He's a young in dude now we're yes. gonna now the, the guy's trying to come back from an injury now we're also going to put expectations on a young in who really has yet to prove that he can do it on a consistent basis he flashed it for us six for weeks. a short time as a for young guy weeks. but mm-hmm. yeah you know what i'm saying it's just that that's a little unfair to your too, man No,
1: but that but, but you know what but that's that's also he's also going to be an pending free agent so he's playing for something real. So you know what? Yeah. As crazy as the NBA is, and you're right, Big O, he's a young player who's unproven. Some team's going to throw him $8 million in the offseason. That's no, crazy I, 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 I the crazy world he lives. He has
0: talent. There's no doubt yeah. he's got so, talent. Yeah. So, I so like you have it.
1: to see what you have. So the bottom line is, if the Heat are getting Duncan Robinson back, if the Heat are getting Victor Oladipo back, if the Heat are getting the season debut of Omar Yurtsevin, they at least have something to grasp on to get better and to move up. I mean, right now, honestly, I like the team that Brooklyn has as far as young, scrappy guys, from Mikhail Bridges, you know, Cam Johnson, they brought over Joe Harris shooting, uh, Nick Claxton, but the Heat should be able to push past them in the seating race. And you know what, Big O? If they get to a four or five with the Cavaliers, it's a lot better than playing the Celtics. It's a lot better no, than yeah, playing the Bucks. Definitely. It's a lot yeah. better than playing the Sixers. They can win around. They can get to the second round. Once you get to the final eight, you know what? There's a lot worse places you could be in the NBA. If you're asking me this, and I understand it, Big O, are the Heat a championship contender this season? Oh, no, not even no. close. But no. you're not a championship contender every season. There's no team. Look at the Warriors. The Warriors won a championship and might not make the playoffs this year. That's the parody that we've seen for years in the NFL. We're seeing it right now with the NBA. Is there a super team in the NBA? Well, maybe the Suns become that. Maybe the Celtics continue this run. Maybe Milwaukee. Maybe Denver, who the Heat faced tonight. But it's a league that otherwise is wide open. The Heat are part of that.
0: How are the Heat favored tonight against Denver?
1: Well, Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon are questionable. So I think this is one of those injury lines. If you take, remember, Jamal Murray killed the Heat. The
0: pre-game, they become available. Oh, this this is going
1: to be a line that's going to move up and down. That, you know, depending on who you want to play in tonight's game, it's going to be the timing of when you put your bet in. If you remember the game in Denver, the Hebrew competitive, and then the Nuggets, I believe, scored on 18 of their final 21 possessions, and Jamal Murray went off. Without Jamal Murray and without Adam Gordon, they're a one-man team. All of a sudden, you double Jokic a little bit more, you're going to have a higher level of success. So this will be very much of an injury list game leading up to the 7:30 tip-off.
0: Uh, are we are we going to see Jimmy Butler? This would be his third game in four nights.
1: Yeah, we'll see Jimmy Butler. It's all measured. He played the back-to-back. He was supposed I, to go that's by it. 28 minutes per night. God bless Spo that he didn't do what so many coaches do. Oh, it's only 28 minutes. You're not going to play the overtime. They needed the game. Jimmy's fine. He's not that old. He played through. He gets a day off. And I like what Eric Spolster said. After these next two games, the team has eight days off. Give it all you got. These are huge games. Tonight at home against Denver, Wednesday in Brooklyn. Push them to the limit. They'll have a full week to rest and recover as Jimmy bypasses any more overtures for the All Star game and winds up in Cabo or somewhere for eight days.
0: All right. Yeah, that, that does make sense because you do get eight days. So you might as well push through. But I'm just wondering if Jamal Murray and, uh, and um, who's Aaron the Gordon. other one that's Aaron and Gordon. Gordon are listed out, do they counter like they did the other day when they, you know, countered, oh, those guys are out? Okay. This guy's out too, and this guy's out not too. Against so. the be- not
1: against the best team in the Western Conference. You can play the game against the Rockets. You can play that game against the Magic. You can't do it against Denver. The Heat has been wholly unable to stop Nikola Jokic over his career. That's a challenge to itself. Again, you know, it, it, everyone looks at him as more of a finesse center, but he uses his brawn against Bam. And again, you've seen this, bigger when you've been to games. Bam looks small against a lot of centers when he's jumping that opening tip. There are still guys who have 20, 30 more pounds on him so that does wear on him, and yet he shows up every night. He plays hard every night. He's a bona fide all-star. He's helped carry that team. Right now, Bam Adebayo is the Miami Heat's 2022-23 MVP.
0: Yeah, can you imagine Zo when he played in an era of real centers and most of them outweighed him and most of them were taller than him? Oh, Zo against yes. Yao Ming?
1: Zo against and- Yao Ming, Zo looked like a point guard. But that's what, what the have always had, sort of that, that feisty kind of guy who is driven to push. It's a harder way to win. And I know as much as you praise Eric Spolster, and he's one of the all-time greats, the fact is that they're still prioritizing defense. In 2023, I do believe is a little misguided, Big O. I know they always say, if you don't defend, you don't win. The NBA has gone full well, circle. Can't,
0: no, no, but Ira, this team can't score. So it's imperative – No, no, no. I disagree with you. Spo has to force the defensive side because he has no explosion on offense. He doesn't have the luxury of having an offense that can go on a 20 to four run. He doesn't have the offense that has two or three dynamic three point shooters that can just cut a 10 point lead within 65 seconds and multiple possessions. It just does not happen. So Spo has to actually raise the awareness of defense even more because of the detriment of his
1: offense. But Big O, how incredible is it that the Heat are averaging like 108.6 points per game and are last in the league in scoring? You remember a time in Heat Knicks? That would have been the league lead in scoring. The Heat are the only team in the NBA averaging fewer than 110 points. That's insane. You have to keep up with the times, like you pointed out, how do you keep up with the times? With three-point shooting. If you don't have three-point shooting and you have the best defense in the world, you still can't win. Because as you know, you can't trade twos for threes in today's and NBA. They've yeah. got to get three-point shooting. Somehow, someway, I agree. Russell Westbrook's not going to solve that. Patrick Beverly's not going to solve that. You've got to address that first and then deal with everything else thereafter.
0: Somewhere, somewhere, Doug Moe and Lafayette Lever are going,
1: man. This is our basketball. Yep.
0: We were in the wrong time zone. We had to be in 2023. Come on!
1: Oh hell! Imagine what Paul Westhead is thinking right now when yes. he put no emphasis on defense when he was coaching those Nuggets teams. It didn't work, but at least he tried to bring his Loyola Marymount game. It's it it a worked on world the college level.
0: On the college level, it worked actually. And who knows? That might have been the genesis. Of what led to sure. the years later sure, of what we watched, now.
1: Mike D'Antoni's seven seconds yeah. or less, and then moving on down. It's not necessarily the fast break, though. That was West, that was Westhead, and that was True. D'Antoni. It's the three point shooting. It's not right. that the Warriors have run up and down the court. It's just that their priority is a step three, a clay three, get their three point shooters correct. going, and then play it inside. Just a different time. It's crazy. The Heat last season best three point shooting team in the NBA. This season fourth worst just happens
0: uh zion williamson uh yeah. his problem is he looks like orlando Alzigeri, right i mean that's kind of what it is You're like spongebob uh, yeah now you another, might look like spongebob another setback, also, but yeah another yeah. setback uh i mean listen his it's good for show for talk shows because i yes. know because i've done it for 30 years you know i'm in the kind of shape that i can do a four-hour five-hour marathon talk show you know what i'm saying but there's no way I can do 35 minutes on the court or maybe three minutes on the court. So Zion Williamson, once again, the injury bug, another setback in his uh, recovery.
1: It's crazy, voted an all-star starter with no credentials because of the hype machine, the popularity, given a maximum extension without barely playing at all because of the reputation he brought in and the desperation of the New Orleans Pelicans. I think what it shows is you can't be a rectangle and play in the NBA. This is a sinewy league, but you have to be angular to a degree. You know what? That's his body type. I don't think it's changing. I think you have to accept. Hey, we're gonna get Zion Williamson. He's gonna play maybe forty games a year. That's just who he is right now.
0: So, does it get any better, or does it? What, what do they? I, do? I don't think with that
1: body type it can. I, there have been guys who've had injuries at the start of their career and then gone injury less over the rest of their career. I haven't seen that break yet. I haven't seen that breakthrough moment right now. So I think he's going to be a sum of the time player when he's healthy and that roster and Brandon Ingram are healthy. They were at the top of the Western conference. Yeah. When not, they're a completely different team. Now, what you don't want to be is on top of the conference there. They wind up with a blow seed. All of a sudden Zion comes back. They're facing the Suns or someone, and you have a completely different team with Zion versus without Zion.
0: So can you see Miami
1: trading him
0: for Kyle Lowry next year?
1: The Kyle Lowry thing, and I know where you're trying to go with this, but the Kyle Lowry thing is just, I mean, the heap right now, I think have to ride it out, hope it works. He's not a terrible player. He still can do certain things for you. It's for the, just money, for it's, the money, he's yes. okay, terrible.
0: For the money, he's absolutely terrible. Okay, He's
1: dollar value, but when they, when they call his name out of the game, they don't mention how much he makes. It's not starting at point guard and earning 28 million dollars.
0: But, but, but we know the cap space he takes. Yes. It's not in how much money he league, takes. it's a killer. It's the cap space he takes. That's what it is. That's that's what we don't give a shit about the money. That's Mickey's money. We don't care about that. That's that's we're not supposed to care about that. He's a billionaire. I'm not crying for him. But we what we care about is the cap space he takes, yes, is the really the problem because it it it's it in it, stops you from actually getting better so i'm just saying you know you, you gotta what what's that expiring deal worth next year is there it's, a it's, it's not worth a damn car? thing
1: it's not worth a damn thing just like kevin loves wasn't this year what the, is the expiring deal worth when attached to something no when but what i'm no no, to no but wait a, minute,
0: wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you're right you're you're 100 right what you're saying but is there a chance that there is a star that is just becoming unhappy with a situation and they have multiple years left and they're stuck with him in a way that there's some baggage with that person. It can't be just like, hey, it's Bradley Beal. He wants out and he's a great kid let's trade him no that's going to cost you some compensation straight straight
1: up i don't see that i mean i I thought a contract like that had been julius Randle. now he's playing very well he's playing at a different level he's an all-star i thought he was that kind of deal there are not a lot of those deals it's going to have to be with the sweetener you're right you don't get beal for lowry you might get beal for hero and lowry then we're not debating lowry you're just debating with me ira bradley beal versus tyler hero Jimmy Butler, win now mode, where do you want to go? That's the discussion we'll be having in the offseason. Now I'm all in. Yeah, and in the summer league in Vegas, yeah. I'm all in. Because you know what, Big O, as much as he missed 15 games a season, and you talked about Zion missing games, when Jimmy Butler plays, he's really freaking good. Oh, he's awesome. Awesome. and, and, And he's a winning player at winning time. So maybe you have to live in the moment, even though you and I have spoken about the Tyler and Bam thing down the road, Maybe for Jimmy, you have to w- live in the moment. Again, two Eastern Conference Finals the last 30 years. With the right team, he can get you there.
0: Now, listen, with Jimmy, of course, the, the his body, you know, obviously wearing down. But at least you will have in the memory bank everything that he's produced. The problem with Kyle Lowry is he has not done anything for that money to justify the move or anything like that. So it just makes the the situation just that much more sour, I think, for 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 a lot of fans. With Jimmy, the sacrifice is there. You see it. You watch right. it all the time, you know. But I do fear the back end of this contract that is not going to be a good one.
1: Unfortunately. Well, but I can tell you, he maintains that body as well as anyone. So, he's That's not going to let that body fall aside. He has his own personal training staff. He is relentless with them. He will do everything to be at 38 at the end of that contract, what he is right now at 33. He is committed to that, and he does have the body type that can endure. It's just a matter, like you've pointed out, the minutes that Tom Thibodeau put on him in his previous days, does he still have enough legs left? That's yeah, what we
0: we'll saying. Practice and everything with him. That's, uh, that's, where, that's where it wears you out, too. All right, follow him on Twitter at Ira IraHeatBeat. Catches worked there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. No, what are you doing leading up to the game?
1: A couple of things today. I did a story on Gabe Vincent, it's kind of interesting. In 2020 in the bubble in Orlando, Eric Spolstra had Gabe Vincent as the scouting point guard. So he was the opposing emulator. One of the guys he emulated, he told me, was Kyle Lowry. So he said he played the role of Kyle Lowry, learned from him. Now he's replacing him and doing a fantastic job. That's already posted at SunSentinel.com. And they just posted a story about Dwayne Dedman and the irony of joining the Sixers, the only team that he had yet to face this season. So you will have four Heat versus Deadman games still on the schedule, including two at uh, Miami-Dade Arena. So hide the Theraguns, people. Hide the Theraguns. He's coming and tell, back.
0: And tell Gabe if he wants to impress me, he has to wear a fat suit when he plays the Kyle Lowry row Follow him on Twitter at Ira Heapy. Catch his work he, he there at the
1: that. South Florida Not yeah. Ira. Tomorrow, uh, Inside the Paint, part We'll join you tomorrow at 9 a.m. with Kurt Heal, and we'll go around the NBA, buyout deadline, look back again at the trade deadline. Thanks, Big O. He said it.
0: You got it. Yes. Kyle, Zion, you can't look like me and play in the NBA. See you later, Ira. See you. All right. There you go. Ira Winderman and our Acura Pembroke Pines, Miami Heat, and NBA Report.